Whatever happened to pissing on me? You come over and drink a few and soak me in my sheets. I miss the old familiar thrill of taking whiz on the chin. Everywhere you look, everywhere you look, I'm a toilet. And I need a full bowl too. Everywhere you look, everywhere you look. When you're all stuck there and you're all alone, I'll come right over and give you that foam. Everywhere you look. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Welcome to Death Metal. Part three, the Bill Clinton impeachment. However, we are going to dibble dabble into some of the Clinton body count. <laughs> Tonight, I'm sick and tired of it. You've ought to be kidding me. Another school shooting. Clearly, the Clinton agenda is once again struck in the heart of Texas. 17,000 dead children at the hands of the Obamas and the Clintons and the Gates. We're taking it back. You don't come to my state. You know, it's so... All right. Almost said it bad. It's not funny. But you know, dude, how Alex Jones blew his whole wad for Sandy Hook? Yeah. So there was just a school shooting, and it's fishy. Yeah. And he can't say it. <laughs> I haven't listened to InfoWars, dude, but I guarantee he's not like, you mean to tell me? Police disengaged him. He had no job. He didn't work at all. He had $8,000 worth of weapons, body armor, and ammunition. Who's behind it? And he was, the guy was like corresponding with an FBI agent on 8chan. Whoa. He was like telling him how to do stuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Take me home tonight. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Crazy. Do I think it's a false flag? No. But do I think that the FBI set that guy up to shoot all those kids? Yes. Mm. You don't? I don't know. I don't have have any. I mean, dude, this is what... Okay. I just... I know how things are, so I just... I'm, like, not surprised by nothing. I mean, dude, it just keeps happening. Yeah. The same way. It wasn't for a while. It's some fucking trans, disenfranchised, crazy hair emaciated thousands of dollars in advanced weaponry. Something happens always like, Oh, the door is unlocked. And there's one door in the whole school is unlocked. He didn't go check all the other doors. He went into that door. The police disengaged him because he had body armor. There's two cops at the school and they wouldn't engage him. Dude, when you're a cop, all your entire, all you have to do is die. That's it. That's your moment. Like you signed up to do this, that is that's what you have to do then. Yeah. Like gr- skip over all the other shitty stuff you've done as a cop. That it's hero time. You have to die. Yeah. If you can't kill him and he kills you, that's the way it has to be. Yeah. What are you L- doing, brother? Like literally one. I, I don't. A hundred fucking adults dying is way better than one fucking kid dying. Oh yeah. Any day of the week. Yeah. 
that shooting is a fucking bummer, man, but it's fishy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not fishy and then I think it's a false flag. Well, what I think is that, I mean, I think they're just grooming people to see if they can get them to do it. it it's probably some That's twisted. That's hard. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not, not hard. hard. You can talk anybody into anything. But how's it keep it? It's just like, dude, like, I don't feel like anybody is watching that guy going, dude, sick, I'm next. Like, they're talking to people online. And some of the people they're talking to are FBI fucking agents yeah. who are telling them how to do it, where to get the shit from, or helping them get the shit. Because in this case, this guy is, didn't have a good relationship with his parents. Both of his parents drug addicted. His mom's in jail. His, his dad's in jail. His mom's hooked on drugs. He's staying with his grandparents. Grandparents don't have any money. He doesn't have a job. Never had a job. Grandparents don't have money to give him. How do you get $8,000 worth of guns, body armor, and a fuckload of ammunition? You know how much ammunition costs? Yeah. yeah. A fucking lot. It just it, it can't happen. So, you know. Mm. And Alex can't be like, <laughs> you can't just go. fucking say Neil, dude. You know, like, I got have it. It is. I guess. Oh, yeah. It explodes. <laughs> I wonder if like, well, didn't he like sign a thing saying it was just basically like his whole show was just. He didn't sign. He said that in court. Oh. That it's like a, a bit. Yeah. Which it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever, dude. <laughs> just. A crazy fucking goddamn planet we live on. And it never changes. And shit just keeps going yeah. south. I don't know, dude. It's easy to just... Meets up by 19.5%. And it's not stopping. Yeah. We're yeah. fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just going to keep doing my shit. Sure. Yeah. You can't worry about it. If you do, you'll go crazy. Yeah. Because you can't stop it. Can't fucking nope. stop it, man. Everything's bananas. Well, that's all the misinformation we can give you. Let's dive into some 100% absolute facts to Clinton body count. First of all, watch out the rest of the Bill Clinton impeachment trial. Basically, all that's left is to get down to him sitting down with a Ken Starr investigation. They are given four hours to interrogate the president. That interrogation is not its not the normal in front of a judge. It's the president of the United States. So it's Ken Starr and his team with Bill Clinton and his team in a room across the table from each other. Uh, and then that's the audio from that is piped into the jury so they can hear it. And they make their decision based upon that and other things. Monica Lewinsky will testify in front of the jury, but the fucking president is not going to go sit down in court and in front of everybody testify. So, like I said, the whole time, Bill Clinton knew going into this entire process the reason he denied everything because he knew he was going to get away with it because he instantly picked up on a technicality where he could get away with it. And that technicality is it was worded in the Ken Starr incident report that's being used to bring him to trial, the legal documents, because what they're trying to get him on is perjury. So they have to prove that he lied. The way that they worded Bill Clinton having sex or sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky is that he intended to give pleasure. Mm. So She has a clit in her mouth? Uh, maybe he fingered her, ate her out, sucked her tits. Yeah, put a cigar in there. However, he didn't intend to give her pleasure. Oh. So because he's saying that, now he can't be caught for lying. So what was crazy is that like most people remember and think that he's in stupid 
for saying, well, that depends on what your definition of is is. But that was a genius moment because when they're saying you had sexual relations, he says he's basically saying, well, not by your definition. Yeah. So like, so did she give you oral sex? He has to say now, yes, he can't lie to that question. But he can also plead the fucking fifth. So you know what he does? He's a fifth. He just says, I do. He sits down. He shakes them to bits because instead of having a banter, he sits down and says, I had an inappropriate relationship with Miss Lewinsky. I'm going to admit that. Uh, she came into my office. Uh, it was a tough time in my life, and I gave in to that. And I shouldn't have been with her, but I was. I didn't. It was very inappropriate, and I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for my wife, who I love very much. I'm sorry to my daughter, who's the most important thing in my life. I'm sorry to the American people for betraying this office. Or he doesn't even say betraying. He doesn't word it in any way that he could put guilt upon himself. Yeah. He just comes in, comes right at him, tells him all that, and says, and of that said, I will not be answering any questions about this situation. Boom. That's Over smart. with. Over with. And... They know they're cooked, and so when they are saying like, "Okay, so you the the matter is now perjury. You can't. It's illegal." And that's where he sticks him. He 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 just addresses that. He says, uh, "Not by your definition. That's your definition of did I do this? I did not do that. So that's it." And they can't stick it to him. That's it. Yeah. He get that's completely how he got off, and he knew that. He, as soon as he got the document, he, it was over. The motherfucker is infallible. Uh, he's super goddamn smart, man. I mean, he's just a genius. To, yeah, I mean, to read through that and find that, and he told his counsel that. At first, on it, he wouldn't admit it to his counsel. He said, I, you don't have anything to worry about. Which is not a lie again, because they didn't, because he knew. Because if he, in his mind, didn't intend to cause pleasure, mm-hmm. he's clear. I didn't intend to. Yeah. He's not lying. No perjury if you're not lying. And the mm-hmm. jury agreed with that. Damn. Even after Monica, and then they pull Monica in and they grill her. I mean, they ask her about her whole life. Uh, they bring in ex-boyfriends. There was a guy that said she gave five different guys head at a party, which she says she didn't do. I don't think she did do it. She's yeah. not, she's not that. She wasn't that type of girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't slurp off five dudes. It didn't happen. Yeah. But they had witnesses like that that wanted to come forward and have their moments. And sure. It looked bad. It looked real bad. It looked like she was a fucking pig. Yeah. And she just wanted to plop him out. She took it. They, they just flipped it to where it looked like she took advantage of the president. Huh. <laughs> I mean, that's the the problem with the legal system. Yeah. You yeah. get out lawyer the fuck out of somebody. Yeah. I know everybody was wrapped up in that fucking Johnny Depp trial, but I mean, obviously, I mean, they're both awful people. Yeah. They both suck. Oh, yeah. They're terrible. And both of them lost their case. Yeah. So, fuck. But, you know, that's they, they both had excellent lawyers. Johnny Depp's lawyer was definitely better. I mean, he won. They both won. I mean, they lost in that. They both, you know, were the losers because she won defamation against his lawyer, but he won defamation against her. She she had an $18 million fine, but the maximum that you could pay out for a lawsuit in, in the state that they did it in is $350,000. Mm. 
So she's got to pay you three hundred fifty thousand dollars. She, you know, she thinks her career's over. What's funny is the guy that owns OnlyFans tweeted at her that day and said, "We're here for you. This is the perfect time." Well, that's true. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. She'd make all the money. She'd make all that back. Like she that. is very hot. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, the legal system's fucked. The world's a mess. Like, how are we gonna spend <laughs> time and resources? On Johnny Depp and Amber Heard arguing about their stupid, they're they're fucking retards. Yeah, well, usually when something like that is happening, there's other things happening that they don't cover, which is happening. passing bills. Oh, and sure, shit of course, and whatever you know. And uh, the American people can't take their eyes off the fixation about Amber Heard taking a shit on Johnny Depp's bed. Well, you know, it's really shit the bed, America, and I'm tired of it. The Republic has taken a shit in our bed. We gotta wake up and clean it out. Time to change the sheets. He loses it. I'm not sleeping in shit. That's where I draw the line. I slept in piss plenty of times from drinking an entire handle of Jameson. You've seen it. I'm not sleeping in shit. He's not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just the lunacy of the planet. And the Clinton thing was like, if you're our age, and I think you are, I mean, a little bit younger, that's got to be some of your earliest television memories, is just the president got sucked the fuck off, yeah. and now we're going to spend a year talking about it day in and day out. What are you looking at? Your tattoo. Why? Does it say something in Italian? Latin? <laughs> it's Italian. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, cracking more cases. No, I like the Godfather, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my top five. Never seen it. You never seen Godfather one? We talked about this. Never seen Scarface. What the hell? Yeah. Why don't you watch them? I don't fucking like Italians. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, fucking Scarface is Cuban, dude. Yeah, it's the same shit to me, man. It's just the island Italian. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Scarface rocks. No, I didn't see. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't. Have we seen Goodfellas? Oh yeah, okay. I love that movie. I mean, Godfather is just as good as Goodfellas, dude. Is it? Okay, I need to watch it. I just never watched it, man. I'm going to give you some pussy you can't refuse. Yeah. It's my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give you a piece of my ass. You know, a lot of guys have come in here on my daughter's wedding and said, let me fuck you in the ass. And to which I say, okay, you can come back here and fuck my ass on my daughter's wedding. Nice. Dude, Marlon Brando was a wild fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. He was a padded dude. He got fat as fuck for that and never lost it. Yeah. Just munched. Yeah. Sweated. He's so sweaty in that, dude. He's sweating. Dude, cuts will get you, man. <laughs> He's sweating, dude. Yeah. He probably just ate like... Capicola. Yeah, pasta fucking primaveras. Just munched Italian food. Because he's a method-ass actor, dude. He gets yeah, into the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets into the fucking role, man. Oh, man. Yeah, you got to watch that yeah, shit. Yeah, you got to watch it. But all right, real crime, not fake crime. The Clinton body count. Now, I will tell you, I tried to look this up on Google. <laughs> and the first four pages of Google, everything is just like this crazy conspiracy theory, how QAnon brought this up again, why Donald Trump keeps pointing out the Clinton body count, because it's true, okay? First of all, I'm not going to say... That they kill people, that wouldn't be fair, okay? 
But I will say that you don't have 55 people, okay, dead around you, okay, without it being a little suspicious, okay? I've had sex with 455,000 different sluts, okay? And 300,000 liked my penis, okay? What does that make you think? I got a pretty cool dick, okay? People say otherwise, but it's not true. Not true because 300,000 love it, okay? Where's the facts? Loving it. Just saying, check the basement, Comet Pizza. I'll tell you where it is. There's no basement now, but there was a basement, okay? I've been there. Hell yeah. Again, conspiracy theories. Can we say for a fact that the Clintons have killed 50-something people? Probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably so, dude. Probably. However, when 50 people that you've been associated with are fucking dead? Yeah. Come on, dog. That's crazy. That's a crazy coincidence. And it just, it's always shit like, yeah, QAnon sucked, dude. It was two fucking dorks that troll the nation. Yeah. Two, I mean, dorks. The troll was real good. Not us. Yeah. We didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Did it's like, we, Q- lo- we like conspiracy theories. Yeah. And as soon as I saw that, I was just, yay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw it and I was like, they're getting this kind of all wrong here. You know, there's yeah. like some truth to some of it. And then some of it was like, this is. Again, the problem. And what that did is it's just another one of those things where. You do have a shitty piece of information and a bunch of fucking mouth-breathing Facebook users. It's a fu- holy Facebook. Yeah. Just 50-year-old people fucking, God damn it. If they fucking don't bring prayer back in school, I will take my AR to it. Hey, dude, downtown for a little bit, there was like QAnon rallies. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. It's crazy. People believe that shit wholeheartedly, but what that did... It was why the FBI and the CIA could have certainly been involved in like pushing the information along because yeah. it totally discredited pedophile rings. Yeah. And this was before the Epstein thing pops. Now, when that opened up, there's no closing it back. They yeah. closed it up pretty good, but we know about it. Yeah. And that's so because of the QAnon thing, as soon as you're like, hey, man, these rich people are fucking kids. Everyone's like, okay, Q. Where's Q drops at? Yeah. What are you reading? It's like, doggy, I've been on this for forever. Yeah, it's not just me. Way before the, that. Way before that. This is just a movement to discredit that. So the Clinton body count kind of went hand in hand with that, with the Pizzagate shit. You just labeled a nut. Now, do I think that there was children being sold out of the basement of Comet Pizza? Of course I do. <laughs> Naturally, I think the thing that's fucking bananas about it is like you, your whole thing is that like, why don't you disprove those people, the the crazy ones that think a lot of this shit? But instead, what you did was you made Facebook, Facebook just like blocked you, deleted your post about anything that involved that. And yeah. So you're a kooked out motherfucker, and then you're like, oh, okay, they're well, this, censoring me. They're censoring me because it's real, and they don't want nobody knowing the goddamn truth. And you know what? One day when he comes down from his kingdom, you'll burn. Yeah. You know, like it's just fun. It's- I saw a meme about Facebook that completely summed up why it's my favorite social media platform. Yeah. It was like, uh, I think it's actually a girl comedian that I know 
had made the post and somebody memed what she said. It's like, I log into Instagram. Oh, great. All my friends are way hotter than me. I log into Twitter. Oh, great. Everyone I know is more successful than me. I log into Facebook. Oh, a guy I went to high school with just murdered 12 and killed himself. Perfect. Yeah. Like, Facebook is where people spaz. Yeah. I mean, it's where all the old people are at, but dude, it's where people, you know, you, there's a uh, there's no limit on how much you can post. So it's where people lose their fucking mind. And it is where all the cool Russian brought conspiracies were at. And the real conspiracies people, it's not like that anymore. They definitely like policed it down. So I can't open my Facebook and see someone arguing with their aunt because their aunt was like, how is Comet Pizza still open? And I'll tell you this too, is when I watched that QAnon documentary, which rocked. Yeah. yeah. And they go to Comet Pizza and they show there's like no basement and they explain what happened. Dude, those are a bunch of fucking freaks that work at Comet Pizza. Yeah. Those people, that didn't make me think that they're not involved in a pedophile ring. (laughs) As soon as I saw the owner and heard him talk, I was like, that guy sells kids. (laughs) And all his freak fucking employees, dude. And I've worked at like restaurants, like that, that have like handmade food and and nice cocktails, but it's like fast service. It's all manned by the same fucking hipstery type of people. But those people turn into absolute ghouls. Now, if you're 22 and you're a fucking, I love Sonic Youth. I wear only denim. Uh, I wear a scarf sometimes because I'm gender fluid. Hoosker dues. Now that's 22. Yeah. That's right. Now, when you're doing that in your fucking 40s, call the FBI because you're selling kids. Hmm. 40-year-old fucking, I just found out about the Pixies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm letting everybody know what I'm into. Like, okay, there's a certain type of setup where you've got a Levi's 501 jean, a Levi's 501 jacket, and then underneath the jacket, you've got a horizontally striped red and white shirt. You know the style, yeah, tucked yeah, into yeah. your jeans. Yeah, yeah. You got four pins on your jacket lapel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dillinger four, Pixies, the Smiths, and I don't fucking uh, what's that one bitch that uh, <laughs> PJ Harvey. Oh yeah, that's the four pins. Okay, and you're almost fifty, and you work at a pizza restaurant. Sure, something you're not, your life's not going the right way, and it's not because. You can't get out of that because you're approaching 50. It's because you choose to live that lifestyle because what you like to do is have sex with children. Hey. And that's what the entire staff of Comet Pizza was. Too many of them. Like, oh, you're still playing fucking (laughs) post-punk? You're not playing post-punk because it's cool again when it was because of... uh, Jesus Christ, who ceremony? You remember, like yeah. there was bands like Ceremony making it cool again five or six years ago. Yeah. You didn't get in on that wave. You were still playing post punk from mm-hmm. when it came out. You heard Susu and the Banshees, and we're like, "This is what I'm into because I'm 19 in 1988. Well, I'm just gonna keep doing that into my 40s because right. I love the way that fucking 14 year old boy's hair smells. Whoa, that's what's going on. Hey, man. So don't try to tell me this didn't happen when the people that are telling me from their firsthand experience that it didn't happen or that. Yeah. Yeah. If you play any type of punk music after 30 and you're not making money at it, mm-hmm. 
we need a file. We need to look into you. Yeah. We need to investigate. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're up to something. Something's not good. Pop punk, post punk, indie, lo-fi, uh, garage rock, anything of that nature. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you had a hit and that's your job and you're making a good living at it, I understand that. There's still a demand for it. The people that are in the bands that aren't making it will come see you. They'll try to prey on children at your show and through instant messaging. But that's not necessarily your fault. You just have a career. Right? Yeah. You know. But if you didn't make any money at it and you're still doing it and you're working at a pizza place. Yeah. I want to know. Call Chris, I mean, Chris Hansen needs to look into that. Yeah. Anyway, that's just the thing. Is like Pizzagate, QAnon, all those things, discredited things that very real happened. And we're going to go through most of the bodies that Clinton's ran through. Uh, the, the first person that the Clinton supposedly killed, James McDougal, he was Clinton's convicted whitewater partner. He died of an apparent heart attack, but he was in solitary confinement, which there was no cameras, hmm. no witnesses. He just woke up healthy as a fucking horse. He's in jail. They open the door. He's fucking dead. He's dead. He was yeah. one of the main witnesses in Ken Starr's Whitewater investigation. Mm-hmm. Pre-Monica Lewinsky. Yep. Mark Mahoney was a former White House intern who was murdered. Mary Mahoney, former White House intern that said Bill Clinton sexually harassed her, grabbed her ass, grabbed her knockers, stuck his tongue down her throat, pulled it out. She was murdered July 1997 at a Starbucks coffee shop in Georgetown. She was about to come forward. She was talking to an attorney about going mm. forward. Was this after Monica? It's around the same time, okay. 1997. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we talked about Vince Foster. He was a former White House counselor, a colleague of Hillary Clinton at Little Rock's Rose Law Firm. He's the guy that we talked about uh, died of an apparent suicide. Mm-hmm. Now, he could have very easily killed himself. He was having a tough time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have done it, but probably wouldn't have. I don't, I don't know. He's the lawyer. That's one. They don't do that. Yeah, they're shitheads forever. Yeah. Ron Brown was Secretary of Commerce and former DNC chairman. He reported to have died by plane crash, but a pathologist close to the investigation reported that there was a hole in the top of Brown's skull resembling a gunshot wound. Wow. At the time of his death, Brown was being investigated and spoke publicly with his willingness to cut a deal with prosecutors. Mm-hmm. So they shoot him in the, on the plane? Yes. Whoa. See, Victor Reiser II and Montgomery Reiser were major players in the Clinton Fund raising organization. They died in a private plane crash in July 1992. Damn. I feel like these are all going to like... There's going to be multiple instances of similar deaths. Yeah. You know? Paul Tolley. Democratic National Committee political director found dead in a hotel room in Little Rock, Arkansas, right up the road from us, September 1992. Described by Clinton as a dear friend and trusted advisor. Mm. Just dead. Just dead. That's six people. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Ed Wiley was a Clinton fundraiser. He was found dead in November 1993, deep in the woods of Virginia, of a gunshot wound to the head. Ruled a suicide. No gun around. 
Ed mm. Wiley died on the same day his wife, Kathleen Wiley, claimed Bill Clinton groped her in the Oval Office in the White House. You might remember that yeah. from us reporting on that. So apparently he found out his wife smooched Bill, went out to the woods and shot himself without a gun. Yeah. Ed Wiley was involved in several Clinton fundraising events. Jerry Parks was head of Clinton's gubernatorial security team in Little Rock. He was gunned down in his car at a deserted intersection outside Little Rock. Parks' son said his father was building a dossier on Clinton. He allegedly threatened to reveal this information after he died. The files were mysteriously removed from his house. Hmm. James Bunch died from gunshot suicide. It was reported that he had a black book of people which contained names of influential people who visited prostitutes in Texas and Arkansas. Nice. wonder who could have been there. Wow. Well, I'd never buy pussy, but I get it free all the time. Yeah. Hmm. James Wilson was found dead in May 1993 from an apparent hanging suicide. He had ties to Whitewater. Yeah. Kathy Ferguson ex-wife of Arkansas trooper Danny Ferguson was found dead in May 1994 in her living room with a gunshot to her head. It was ruled a suicide, even though there were several packed suitcases as if she was going somewhere. Danny Ferguson was a co-defendant along with Bill Clinton in the Paula Jones lawsuit. Mm. Kathy Ferguson was a possible corroborating witness for Paula Jones. Bill Shelton. Arkansas State Trooper and fiancé of Kathy Ferguson, critical of the suicide ruling of his fiancé, was also found dead. June 1994 of a gunshot wound also ruled the suicide at the graveside of his fiancé. So this guy who is speaking out saying that he doesn't think his wife would have killed himself, distraught by grief, goes to her graveside and shoots himself in the head. Now, if he wouldn't have been saying, hey, she didn't kill herself, Believable. Yeah. My wife got killed. Fuck it. I don't want to live anymore. However. Only God knows, man. I got a feeling he was trying to get to the bottom of some shit. And that would have, that would have kept me alive. Yeah. Like if my wife killed herself, I might be bummed out enough to blast myself. However, if it was very suspicious, what would keep my fire burning to not blast myself would be getting to the fucking bottom of it. Hmm. Gandy Baugh, an attorney for Bill Clinton's friend Dan Lasatter, died by jumping out of a window of a tall building in January of 1994. He, his client, was a convicted drug distributor. Cool. Connected to the Mina Project, of course. Hmm. Now, we already talked about the Mina Project and the kids on the track. There is a little bit of kids on the track overlap of this, but if you want to hear about that, go way back to when we first started. We did a pretty fucking good job yeah. covering the kids on the track, which is a crazy case. It's nuts. Bill Clinton definitely had two kids killed because they saw his plane coming in. You all right? Yeah. Just adjusting? Yeah. Two things happened that are work-related, which I won't give any specifics because we have a job. One, people have been complaining about how short, quote-unquote, our shorts are, even though I wear reasonable shorts and Buddy wears thigh huggers, one of which is tiger, orange and black tiger stripes. Yeah. Way too high. I've mm-hmm. said to him several times, like, this kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Well, somebody complained. Yeah. And now 
there's certain parts of the workplace where we have to wear pants. Second, somebody that works in or around our general vicinity, message buddy. I can't not. Yeah, you can. What do you mean? You can. It's hilarious. No. Okay. Uh, I'll circle back to that and just word it way different. <laughs> Florence Martin. Florence Martin was an accountant and subcontractor for the CIA. They're related to the Barry Seal Mina Airport drug smuggling case. He died of three gunshot wounds, which, of course, also Barry Seals was yeah. just gunned down in his fucking hotel room. Now, could it have been the cartel? Sure. Or could it have been that uh, an hour before that he was sitting in jail ready to go down for it until Bill Clinton called and said, oh, he's good. Let him go. It's all good. And then he goes to a hotel and just gets fucking lit up. Yeah. <laughs> Suzanne Coleman reportedly had an affair with Clinton when he was the Arkansas Attorney General. She died of a gunshot wound to the back of the head, ruled suicide. She was also pregnant at the time of her death. So I don't know a lot of pregnant women to blast themselves. Certainly not in the back of the head. That seems like it'd be really hard to do. But again, Comet Pizza didn't have a basement. So sure. yeah. Hmm. Paula Grover, Clinton's speech interpreter for the deaf from 1978 until her death. December 9th, 1992, she died in a one-car car accident. Nice. Danny Casalero, an investigative reporter investigating Mina Airport and Arkansas Development Finance Authority. He slid his wrist, apparently, in the middle of his investigation. Well, shit, I got to go out like this. Even though he was investigating it, he didn't have anything to do with it, so he had no guilt Concerning yeah. anything. So, yeah, I guess he's like, oh, this is too much info. I'm slitting him. Paul Wilcher, an attorney investigating corruption at Mina Airport with Casalaro in the 1980 October surprise, was found dead on a toilet June 22nd, 1993, in his Washington, D.C. apartment. He had delivered a report to Janet Reno three weeks before his death. I can't let this stand. <laughs> John Parnell Walker, Whitewater investigator for Resolution Trust Corp, jumped to his death from his Arlington, Virginia apartment balcony August 15th, 1993. He was investigating the Morgan Guarantee scandal. Mm. Just had enough. Yeah. Got to fly out of the window. It's crazy that all these people. How many people do you know that have killed themselves? Three, uh, three or four? Five? Yeah, something like that. Were you close to any of them? Um, one. Did you have business dealings with any of them? In investments, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nothing to be like really tied in with them. Yeah. You just knew them or knew of them. Yeah, they were all like poor, so you know, in mental health problems. So you know, sure, of, sure, sure. Yeah. Not rich, so and not shit going for them. You know. How many people do you know? Me? Yeah. Like, a lot. Like, how do you, th- like, a thousand people? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cooped. So what if t- 10% of those people just... That'd be wild. Killed themselves. Do you think people would check into that? Yeah. If, like, 10% of the thousand people you knew would just all kill themselves? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barbara Wise was a Commerce Department staffer. She worked closely with Ron Brown and John Huang. Cause of death, unknown. She died November 29, 1996. 
Her bruised nude body was found locked in her office at the Department of Commerce. That's chill. Yeah. Beat herself to death. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, probably this was before OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh. So she couldn't, you know, jack off to death on camera. Yeah. She yeah, didn't yeah. orgasm to death. Yeah. I mean, maybe privately, but with no one to pay to watch it, I doubt anyone would go that hard on their clit. Sure. Yes, fuck it. Pulling it. Charles Meisner, Assistant Secretary of Commerce, who gave John Huang special security clearance, died shortly after he did that in a small plane crash. Wow. Don't fucking get in a small plane if you're friends with the Clintons, dude. Or if you're investigating the Clintons. Or you know someone that's investigating the Clintons. Or someone told you information about the Clintons. Stay the fuck out of a small uh, plane. I heard third hand from somebody who was like investigating uh, boys on the track. They're gone. A lawyer. A lawyer got. They were trying to prove it and they had all these different. This was like recent too. And uh, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Stanley Hurd, chairman of the National Chiropractic Healthcare Advisory Committee. Well, he probably deserves to die. <laughs> he died. He died. <laughs> he died with his attorney Steve Dickinson in a small plane crash. Dude, what the fuck? Dr. Hurd, in addition to serving on Clinton's advisory council, personally treated Clinton's mother, stepfather, and brother. Dude, the plane thing is wild. What if that's what happened to Ric Flair? Is like something happened between like they like him and Bill are like getting pussy one night, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, we're gonna take him out." So he has two plane crashes and lives through both of them. Oh. <laughs> and Bill's like, "Fuck I it, don't man. Know. He's, he's still let him go. Yeah, he had yeah, ten yeah, shit. So. A couple of plane crashes between <laughs> friends, you yeah. know. Woo. <laughs> let me tell you something, Bill. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, comes out on top. Every time, woo! Every single time, woo! You try to put the Nature Boy on a plane and take it down, but you can't do it because I'm a high-flying, woo! Limousine riding, woo! Double teaming, Rolex wearing, Gator boot wearing, fifteen hundred dollars suit wearing, son of a gun! Whoa, <laughs> dude! I would love to hear Bill Clinton, you kid star. You tried your best. You tried your goddamnedest. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm a limousine riding. Whoa. I'm a body count having. Whoa. I'm a cigar fucking. Whoa. Pussy loving son of a bitch. Whoa. 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 Oh, yeah. That would be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we run into Barry Seal. Barry Seal. We talked about the Mina connection. You can watch the Tom Cruise movie all about it. It's a fucking fact. The CIA took this guy uh, who was a, a, a crop duster, a great pilot. Uh, they get they He was already in the drug trade. They said, hey, man, we know what you're doing. Don't fucking worry about it. You work for us now. Anything that happens, we're going to take care of you. It's all on the up and up now. We just need you to do this for us. You're going to get paid the same thing. It's all good. They give him a fucking airport in Mena, Arkansas. The guy is making hand over fist money. All of a sudden, he gets popped. His contact in the CIA disappears. Uh, he's met all these shady government figures by flying in and out. They're all around his office, his fucking airport all the time. Sees him, pays no mind because he's getting fucking paid. He doesn't give a fuck. Yep. And he's going into fucking the goddamn jungles of Nicaragua to get cocaine to bring back here and he knows that it's the government fucking selling it out 
He's got all the info, brother. He gets arrested and he tells them right to their face. I'm friends with Bill Clinton. I am not going to be in trouble. Trust me. And they're like, yeah, well, you know what we got you on? You're there's no way you're ever going to get out of jail. He's like, okay, well, you know, I, I, I'll, I got a ro- take my Rolex, take my Mercedes. I'll give every one of you a Rolex and a Mercedes. What do you want from me? We got to pause this. Fucking weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, and then they let him go because Bill Clinton, sure enough, called, like you said, and the fucking the police department can't believe it. I mean, it's Mena, Arkansas, dude. And they had, they figured it out themselves. Like, they went to the bank, like, how much money does this motherfucker have? How much money is coming through here? Like, the town was gaining infrastructure because this guy was bringing so much money into it. Yeah. And, you know, the police couldn't fucking stand it. They figured it all out, except for the government dealings. They popped him. They found the drugs in the plane. Like, we fucking knew it. And then Bill got him set free. He went and checked into a hotel because he knew he couldn't go home because they'd fucking ice his ass. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, a bunch of fucking Nicaraguans are just waiting there and fucking light him up. That's wild. Yeah, dude. And then, And no one's in trouble for this. Nobody. If you don't believe anything else in this, let's take this 100% fact. And this is where conspiracy shit always goes because there's so much crazy shit that you can't believe because it's retarded. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, so what about the Bay of Pigs? So you're telling me the government will do that? Yeah. What am I supposed to fucking believe? What about JF fucking K, dude? Yeah. He got shot. The Gulf and Tonkin. All that. I mean, JFK is crazy. He got shot in the throat and the top of the skull from the front. Lee Harvey Oswald was behind him. Yeah. Just that. It's all these things where you you do, it's you you let your brain go. Stop believing that shit. How? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, a fucking eighteen-year-old trans Latino kid just has eight thousand dollars worth of shit and knows how to shoot it. Yeah. That he bought uh, the week before. Have you ever shot a gun? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened when you shot it? What do you mean? Like the first time you shot a fucking gun. I got freaked the fuck out how loud it was. Yeah. For one. Did we hit blasting targets? Yeah. Oh, was I hitting them? Yeah. No, no. That's what I'm saying. I had like a shotgun. I was just fucking... Spraying. Yeah. Yeah, I probably had a good time. Yeah. You ever shot a handgun before? Have yeah. you ever shot an AR before? Yeah. Did you hit anything? No, hard. It just climbs up on you. Yeah. If you don't know what you're doing. So the, if you buy now, let's say you went out today. You've even shot one before. You mm-hmm. bought one. And then we got a plan to go shoot it next week. Yeah. Are you going to hit any targets? Maybe towards the end, but it just takes a long time to get used to a gun like that. And how much ammo are you going to go through? Pretty quick. Yeah. You know? Wasted. I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah. So this kid gets it the week before and just goes and blasts everybody. No problem. Yeah. And sure, he did have like a infrared fucking sight and shit on it where yeah. it makes it a little bit easier. But it's just, sure, on the up and up, don't worry about it. Mary Seals, what a piece of shit. He's just selling drugs on his own. No one ever fucking tied. You know, he got what he did. He fucked with the uh, goddamn Nicaraguans. They got his ass. That's yeah. all that happened. Nothing to see here. Johnny Lawhorn Jr., he was a mechanic. That's a cool fucking name, man. Johnny Lawhorn Jr., brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is a mechanic. <laughs> 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 
the day I was born, I was made to be a mechanic. Mechanic, they found a check made out to Bill Clinton in the trunk of his car left at his repair shop. He was found dead after his car hit a utility pole. Stanley Huggins had investigated Madison Guarantee. His death was a purported suicide, and his report was never released. And, 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 and now Madison Guarantee is the scandal that led to Whitewater. Herschel Friday. That's <laughs> like a real person, dude. <laughs> it's me, Herschel Friday, on the case. He was attorney and Clinton fundraiser. He died March 1st, 1994. When, what do you think happened? Plane crash. Fucking plane exploded. Kevin Ives and Don Henry, known as the boys on the track. Reports say the boys may have stumbled upon the Mena, Arkansas airport drug operation. A controversial case, the initial report of death said due to falling asleep on railroad tracks. Later report claimed the boys had been slain before being placed on the tracks. Many linked the case, many linked to the case died before their testimony could come before a grand jury. And here's the people that died. Again, you can go back and listen to our two-part series on this shit to get more in depth. But these are all the people that had information, knew the kids, uh, knew that the kids saw the plane. They thought it was the UFO. Knew that the kids did. Because they had said that the kids got ripped on pot and passed out yeah. on the track. Just fucking stoned to the God bone. Damn. Fell asleep and a train ran them over. some good shit. Let's you know about these, these fucking tracks. kids and drugs. And then, they, you know, the kids were stabbed. Anyway, Keith Cooney. He died, again, all these people are tied to this case. This is crazy. How many people were, we got one, two, three, four, five, six people that were tied to this case, that had information about it, that died. Keith Cooney, he died when his motorcycle slammed into the back of a truck July 1988. Keith McCaskill died. He was stabbed 113 times November 1988. Gregory Collins died from a gunshot wound January of 1989. Now, do you find that all these people in the same time frame before they could get the information out died in this area, a tiny area of the world here in Arkansas, all dead? Does that seem reasonable? Yeah. (laughs) Then these are places that Mina, this shit was in like Saline County. No murders, none, zero. And now all of a sudden stabbing gunshots. Uh, Jeff Rhodes was shot, mutilated, and found burned in a trash dump April 1989. James Milan found decapitated. The coroner ruled that his death was due to natural causes. Ooh. John Kettleson was found shot to death in the front seat of his pickup truck June 1990. Richard Winters, a suspect in the Ives-Henry death, was killed in a set-up robbery on July 1989. What was his job? What was he? He was the... I uh, he was like a security guy. Oh, and so they think that he might have actually killed this. So kids. a guy that's like really good, at like securing shit, making sure people are safe, including himself. Tactical, just, tactical guy. <laughs> Big tactics. Always worried about optics, tactics. Yeah, special sunglasses for things. Well, probably you know this is before Oakleys, I think. So yeah. It's just, what do you fucking say, man? Uh, here's all the Clinton bodyguards that have fucking died and the age they died, just so you know that they weren't dying of old age. 36-year-old Major William S. Barkley Jr., 
37 years old, Captain Scott. Oh, no, this is the order of them. Anyway, these people, they none of them, they are all dead. And none of them were like, oh, man, he's 100 years old now. Yeah, this was yeah. in the time frame of, uh, anyway. So we got Major William S. Barkley, Captain Scott J. Reynolds, Sergeant Brian Hanley, Sergeant Tim Sable, Major General William Robertson, Colonel William Dinsberg, Colonel Robert Kelly, Specialist Gary Rhodes, Steve Willis, Robert Williams, Conway LeBlue, and Todd McKeon. All fucking dead. All been personal bodyguards of Bill Clinton, which means they saw him sucking and fucking. Man, I uh, I told, I think you probably mentioned this before in the when we did the Mina connection, but I uh, I worked for a security company that was ran by Bill Clinton's, like his head of security, this guy owned that place, and then it was the head of security in Arkansas and his mayor, sure. governor, and it was... Grandpa was like, he's kind of a weird guy, but I can talk to him. He's something, man. And he really is. He's fucking (laughs) bananas, dude. I fucking bet because he knows some shit. And he's probably afraid his plane's going to fucking blow up. He's probably gone now. I bet he doesn't fly. Yeah. Yeah. World-renowned space economist. (laughs) What the fuck is a space economist, dude? Dude, when money gets into space, let me tell you, invest now. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to boom. World-renowned space economist Molly McCauley was brutally murdered in Baltimore Park. John Ash, the former president of the U.N. General Assembly, was awaiting trial on bribery charges when he turned up dead, apparently having crushed his own windpipe while lifting weights in his home. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen, yeah. But probably not. Yeah. Victor Thorne, prominent Clinton critic was found dead of an apparent suicide on his birthday. Of course, Seth Rich, dude. That's a classic one. Uh, he is the guy that leaked the information about Hillary Clinton railroading Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Shot twice in a park. You know. Joe Montano. Just kidding. Joe Montano. He was a Filipino America activist and aide to Senator Kane. Died at 47 years old. Sean Lucas. Uh, he was suing the DNC, which went along with Seth Rich's reports of how Hillary made the DNC shit on Bernie Sanders. Crazy. Just fucking bananas. Uh, Seth Rich's family's private investigator killed. Klaus Eberwine. He was supposed to testify against the Clinton Foundation in a cover-up for their Haiti fund yeah. crisis. Blah, plow. Man who sought Clinton's emails from Russian hackers committed suicide. Steve Motson, a major player in Hillary's inner circle, suddenly committed suicide. Mentioned. 57 people, dude. 57 fucking bodies. And it's just crazy to think. That's coincidence. No, I bet they yeah. know 10,000 people. Yeah, yeah. 57 of them have died by suicide. Mm. 57 of them have died. No, plane crash. I mean, all suspicious circumstances. 57 people. Who knows how many more of, like, you know, natural causes. It just. Is a lot to take in, a lot to think about, 
you wake up every day, you brush your teeth. I fucking hope if you don't, don't ever talk to me. You go to work. Uh, you don't get paid enough. So you can take care of yourself. Maybe take care of your family. You try to enjoy life. But you don't have enough. Yeah. You can't fly to a private island and get serviced by a bunch of sexy teenagers. You can't shove a cigar up a beautiful, big-chested Jewish 21-year-old student. Yeah. You're not afforded these luxuries, but they are. Yeah. And you get away with it. These Every government official, I mean, they get paid. Like senators... And Congress people, it's like two hundred fifty thousand a year. The president, the president's like four hundred thousand dollars a year. Sure, all these people are millionaires. Yeah, man, you know who was on? You know, you know who was on this shit way before anybody was, man. Alex About Jones? like all the drug shit and senators and AJ. No, Steven Seagal, man. Oh, true. Above the law, dude. Jesse Ventura too. Yeah, well, see, when they made Above the Law, it was it was crazy. If you watch that and you watch the time period when all the shit with the Nicaraguans come out, it's like, oh, bananas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, oh, this was going on for real? I know deep inside information, and I want to make another improvised masterpiece through my lifelong passion of the martial arts. To show it's corrupt. Maybe he did do that for real. He may have, man. Uh, God bless him. But it was Russia. The most sickening thing about the world we live in right now is I would say 50% of the population understands we have no say. We're railroaded. We're not free. I mean, we live in a class system. Yeah. Like, we're poor. Yeah. Uh, we'll never, we'll probably never reach middle class. Certainly not upper middle class. And if you do, you don't get there. You're not there for long. No. I was something good will happen. Middle class like two years ago. And then, yeah. Because I don't have the, I don't have the familial backing. Yeah. It's just a lottery. You're born into what you're born into. You ain't getting out of it. You don't know anybody powerful. You're not going up. And America's completely built on, okay, if you have a dream, and it does work for, it happens to some people, but there are some women that could beat up some men. I mean, there's a, you know, there's some women that could beat a trans guy swimming. I mean, there's, there are things that can happen that are the exception, not the rule. Yeah. The rule is what we're all chasing is that if you have a dream, you work hard at it. Put everything into it. It's going to work out. You're going to be successful. You're going to have uh, money. You're going to have, ret- you're going to retire. Everything's going to be great for you. Yeah. I would say probably 50% of the population understands that that's not true anymore. Yeah. Say we get these little fucking. And we got no way out. We get these little devices that tell us what to believe. Every time we put it on Facebook or Instagram or you turn the TV on or. 
And then you're just told what to believe, and then you fucking believe it. You just believe what you're told, and that's the most insane shit. And that's to me. the other 50% of people who don't that's even question. That's fucking crazy to me, man. Like, and I almost wish I was, I didn't question, and I didn't yeah. care. And I just figured, well, this is it. Tomorrow's another day. So, I'll how try many my times, best. like, you know, you, how many times do you see, like, something that'll be going on, and then you'll see somebody doing that thing because they think it's, like, cool now? It's like, what the fuck? Don't you see, man? And also, a good example <laughs> of this to, like, where we're at. We've been doing a podcast for four, a little over four years. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good podcast. A yeah. lot of people think it's a good podcast. Our numbers are usually relatively about the same. Yeah. Everyone I know that's gotten wildly successful made a living off podcasting. When you look behind them is somebody with a lot of fucking money. Parents, uh, good friend, uh a company that decided to invest in their product, which is, that's American. It's not to say that, that couldn't happen to us. Yeah. And it's not to complain or whine or say like, I feel like, I mean, I would, I feel like we're definitely better than a lot of podcasts that make a lot of money, but we don't have any backing. And that's most of America. Nobody, I won't say nobody, but I would say 90% of people, what they're doing for money isn't their passion. Yeah. And what they do for passion is something that people make money at. It's the dangling carrot. And uh, it's goddamn near impossible to achieve. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way. Because the only thing in between you and the living, there's gatekeepers all along the way that dampen you down. Like with us, I think it's having death in the name. I think that's totally fucked us. Yeah. And uh, that's our personal example. I mean, other people, but again, like uh, people I know that have gotten crazy amounts of money. There's somebody else that they met that had a ton of money that threw it their way and used their platform to pull them along, which isn't a bad thing. That's good. I hope that happens to us. Yeah, that happens to people. But then behind that person who got the money in the first place is somebody rich. Yeah. And behind that person is somebody rich. So you just have to find your way into the loop. And if you're the type of person that chases that down, you're a horrible piece of shit to be around. Yeah. The people that just spend their entire existence trying to make themselves part of the circle when they were born on the outside. You've all met them before. Yep. They're fucking ass kissers, cocksuckers, doing anything they can to like get their slice. That sure. type of person sucks. And that's almost, you have to be a goddamn sociopath to make it from the bottom to the top. If that's not in you, you're fucked. You know, uh, we, no, I was telling you about the hood blogs thing. It's a YouTube channel where they visit different gang territories. But this one guy from Memphis said something. He was like, he said, we're making money any way we can to be able to feed our families. Are we doing the same shit the government does? We're just doing it within their world that they write the rules for. Yeah. It's like, you know, he was like, this is all, this community is all about us making money together so we don't have to struggle. Yeah. But it's like, how do you do that? And then, you, you know, like. Stay out of jail. Yeah, stay out of jail. Yeah, exactly. How do you do that? You know, when you're doing something illegal to be able to make it. You know, I know a lot of people that do things that are illegal. And they do things that don't, they're not bad people. And they don't, you know, they look like they're on the up and up or whatever. But they're, they're like, some of them are doing some things they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, but they have to. 
It's like, otherwise, like, you, you're not going to feed your kids, especially right now. Some people are doing some shit because it's fucking, dude, gas prices are expensive. Meat's expensive. Dude, gas Food is, is expensive. fucking in Arkansas f- over 450 Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like, yeah. I don't want to get into my personal finances, but, you know, a hundred bucks to fill my vehicle up's a hit. Yeah. It sucks. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. Oh. Like, luckily, I don't live far away from where I work and shit. Like, yeah. you know, draining a tank of gas to go somewhere would fuck my shit up. Yeah, that's, what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm going through. But, yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. I just wish that there was, like, a way for it to be a, a fair playing field like they tell us it is. They all tell us it is, but they don't They don't live like we do. Yeah. They don't know what it's like. Yeah, it's fucking Yeah, none of it. And that's that's kind of what I'm getting at is, like, all these senators – all these people who get voted in that have this, like Hillary's got some fucking story where, oh, I'm from the fucking, I'm from poor to rich. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you are not. Bill is. Yeah. But again, what happened with Bill is he's the smoothest motherfucker of all time and he's a sociopath and he got well, in. Well, he the- had somebody come in and get him. It was uh, exactly. Quigley. Yes. Uh, he writes about it. He's got a, a book that he wrote about basically talking about taking control of smaller life forms. Yeah, man. You know, it's like it's, it's just the way crazy. it goes, brother. You don't uh, you don't make it on your own, and you're supposed to be able to. That's what we. That's what the, the. It's the carrot that we're all after. Yeah. Well, you know, when you get arrested or you get in some type of legal trouble, you are awarded a fair trial as long as you got money. Yeah. And that just means that you if got not, money, you get a you public get defender who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. of course. It's a fucking nightmare out there, man. I mean, it's like, I, I don't stop. I'm insane. I do comedy, podcasting, now pro wrestling. Yeah. I keep trying. Yeah. That's the thing that makes you want to keep going. Yeah. You, know? you, you can't just like say, well, you know, nihilism is not the key. Yeah. Saying, well, it's fucked That's anyways, what you are different. So I I'm try, and I try not to be that way. You're you're not that way, and I am that way, and I try to make myself not that way. Well, I've been that way, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you wake up in the morning, and you know there's no way out. Yeah. And so you're like, fuck it. Yeah. It's not it's not healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to... I'm not like a motivational speaker fan. Like, I don't think every day you need to wake up and fucking, woo, here we go. It's the best day of my life. But you do have to take... You do have to, like, keep your mentality... Fairly positive, yeah. Because otherwise, dude, it's it's miserable, man. I've been there a lot, several yeah. times, and it's easy to slip into. So you just gotta kind of like check it at the door, yeah. And you feel a lot better. That's really the main goal. Is like, I mean, I do kind of know I'm fucked. Like, I'm probably not gonna be able to retire and shit like that. But like, <laughs> it's just I can't, you know, dwell on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, we hopefully get pay raises. I would, my only goal is, is like get enough of a pay raise to be able to put it into retirement. Yeah. yeah that's all I want. Like, sure. I mean, I you want other retire. things too, but like, you know, yeah. it'd be cool. Like if none of this other cool, being shit able to retire is sick, out, but then know? it's like, you know, you get, t- hey, it's, dude, it's, it's just working it's, yourself on the ground. So you can go to the fucking doctor. Oh, every nightmare. Week. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, crazy. yeah. Cause like a lot of people, I mean, and, and like, if you buy, if you aren't like an al- alternative fucking way of life, chase down your dumbass dreams type of person like I am and you followed the fucking model and you graduated high school you went to college you got a degree maybe you got two degrees uh you went in and you're you're now you know $250,000 in debt 
you get a job. The job pays $100,000 a year. It will take you two and a half years to just pay off your college debt, but you, you're not going to just do that. Now you need a house. You get married. Uh, you buy a house. So now you're fucking uh, $250,000 from a loan, $200,000 from your house. Uh, you get a car, another 50000 So you're $550,000 in debt. No, don't forget the boat. You got to get a boat. Too, well, yeah, I mean, even if you don't live like extravagantly and you're yeah. just going day to day and you're making $100,000 a year, but you're $600,000 in debt and you're paying on that shit. But what you're really just paying for is the interest and you're trying to chip away at that. Well, by the time you're fucking 65 years old and you've done everything the right way, you get a retirement, you've put into your retirement, your retirement, you know, your company matched it by fucking 10% or whatever, and you retire and you've got uh, $250,000 in the bank when you retire, when you're at a $100,000 a year, and maybe you've even gotten a raise all the way to $200,000 a year, but every time you make more money, your living expenses go up because you add on to your life because you don't want to just want to sit there and and live in a shitty house when you can afford to move into a better house, you're going to get a better fucking house and the expenses just keep going up. And so by the time you're 65, well, now you're, uh, you know, still $600,000 in debt, just like you were when you started working in the first place. And you got to try to pay that off before you fucking die. And so your entire retirement is just based upon uh, living in this house, still having a car, still getting food. Uh, No one does anything for you. You're fucked. But you do it. Sometimes people do everything for their people too. So you bring a kid in this world and you tell them about all this shit and how you want to do all this. But then they grow up, they're fucked up. They become drug addicts. You invest all your time and money into protecting them from court fees and drug addiction and put them in rehab. Or, or maybe you don't want them around, so you put them in an apartment, and pay for it. You know, there's a lot of people doing that kind of shit too. And it's like, dude, that's not retirement. You're not living your dream. You're, yeah. You know, it's, it's, so there's something wrong with the system, and it's. How do you change it? Don't know. Don't don't really have an answer to that. I don't think anybody does. The only thing is, is like. Yeah, for mental clarity, and again, I'm not a successful person. So when I tell you, like, I advise you to do this, it doesn't mean you're going to make a living off of it. Because in my experience, you're not. But I feel like you're going to be a lot happier on the inside if you at least have some things you're passionate about and put a lot of time into doing those things. Those are all things for me that maybe one day – Something could happen, and I could make money off of them. Yeah. If they don't, well, at fucking least I didn't just like, you know, end up in what I was just talking about. I, 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 you got to do things. I don't think it's selfish to do things to make yourself happy. I I don't know from experience because I've never made enough money to be like, man, I'm doing good right now, you know. So yeah. it's like I have twice, but, but you know, I, but everybody I know that's done that. It sucks when they like when they go from that to being like poor again. They're like, dude, this is not a stress. It sucks, but it is not as stressful as having all this fucking money. It's exactly that. You know, it's when I nuts. was making a bunch of money, I was working both times it happened. Was told that I wasn't going to have to do it before it happened. You're only going to have to work fifty hours a week, but I was putting in seventy hours a week. Yeah. Uh, you get the money, you find more ways to spend it. So you're just as stressed as you were about money, and now you have the extra stress of working double what a normal human being should be working. You don't have time to do the things you care about. And when you do fit them in, it eats away. Like when I was doing that restaurant, I mean, I was waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go lift weights so I could do that before I went to work a 13-hour day to come home to have two days off a week where other shit needed to get done. It was miserable. I'm way less stressed now. Did I like having uh, more financial independence where I could just do whatever I wanted to? Yes. I mean, but I didn't have time to do it. 
But if I was like, hey, man, let's just go eat. Let's just go run up a $150 bill somewhere. That was cool. Yeah. But how often did it get happen? Yeah. Yeah. And then I would always feel bad about it because I'm poor. So when I spend money like that, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I need that money. So, yeah, I don't know. There's got to be a balance out there for some people. But, again, the only thing that keeps me sane is just like, I mean, number one, I do have a great family. That's really will make you feel good at the end of the day. Uh, once your kids get old enough where you can talk to them and like know them as humans, that's better than any money you can get. And two is just uh, trying to do shit, man. Yeah. Just having something you want to do. You got to do stuff that chasing. It. I mean, not throwing it all away and like going all in on it to where you fuck your family, yeah. but balancing out, making sacrifices. Like I'm not drinking beer right now. I'd love yeah. to be uh, making sacrifices and doing the right thing to chase down. And oh, do we ramble about this show all the time? Of course, but it just it, the whole point of this whole Clinton thing is like, watch what they get away with. Here's proof. Yeah. This happened. He got away with murder, rape, uh, sexual harassment, goddamn close to rape, uh, fucking somebody in the old, uh, cheating on his. He just got away with everything. He's done it all. He sold drugs, sold guns. Uh, I mean, he's done everything. I mean, if those people that you were talking about on Hood Vlogs bought cocaine from Nicaragua, sold it, bought guns, and tried to sell the guns out of country and got caught, what would happen to them? Well, they would go. They're going. You know, that's a thing. They would go to, like, Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. If they were trying to give guns to terrorists. Yep. But Bill Clinton does it, and he's a celebrated figure in history. Yep. That's it, man. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com backslash death metal detectives. We're putting up right now the last wrestling match I had. That's the only place you're going to find it because it sucks. It's embarrassing. The guy I wrestled against couldn't move, couldn't get up off the mat. So it's not anything I'm proud of. We did commentary over it. So if you want to check that out, you're going to have to get on Patreon because I do not want the general public to see it. Yeah. Five bucks a month. Um, we're back to where we are doing this week we're not doing a full episode because we did the video commentary. Mm-hmm. Next week we'll have the week before last we did a full audio episode. Next week we'll do a full audio episode. So basically every other week we're going to have a new full audio episode. I'd love to do more, but we just have so X amount of time. Yeah. We got families. That's what we can do. So if you love this podcast and you want to support us, that's the way to do it. And uh, you'll get a full episode of just me and buddy being us for an hour ish for five bucks a month that'd be sick if you would do that that's the best way to help us out uh we also have a brand new podcast called nerd free wrestling for whatever fucking reason it's still not on itunes you find on spotify google play everything that's not itunes one day it'll be there in the yeah apple podcast library i'm sure god (laughs) (laughs) who knows why uh but yeah nerd free wrestling i think it's pretty fun we talk about our pro wrestling and we go back and we watch a classic event. I think what I'd like to do in the future, I'm just telling you this now because it's coming into my brain is like watch it back here. If we can, I'm sure we can. Cause he's got a, mm-hmm. I can bring my fire stick, whatever it takes. And then, uh, watch through it and talk about it while we're watching it. So they can watch it at home. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. like a go through the thing. So like we're recording and it's on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be awesome. I think that's a better way to do it. But for right now, 
we're watching a classic event and then talking about it on the next episode. So, like this week, we're doing the. Uh, it's e- either NWA or AWA. It's NWA. Shy uh, Town Brawl. Shy Town Brawl, nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. But yeah, it's nineteen eighty nine NWA. It's like the f- the Shy Town Rumble first actual match between Ric Flair and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. It's not the first one. It's the first singles match, I think. Yeah, actual match. Yeah, yeah. Because they had like a skirmish where he ripped all his clothes off. Yeah, yeah. And they had a tag team match, but yeah. this is the start of the rivalry. Of what most people consider the greatest rivalry in wrestling history. Sure. Ric Flair, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, both in their prime, excellent wrestlers. And there's a lot of other goofy shit that goes on, LOD wrestlers. So if you want to check out our take on that, just you go and add to listen to this week's Nerd Free Wrestling. Also, shout out the fluid, Fluids for making our theme song. It's a banger. Yep, they got a new one coming out soon, too. They always have a new one coming out. They are prolific, if nothing else. Yeah, they put out wow. a ton of fucking music. And shout out to our sponsors, BeerBong.com. Head on over there. If you like to drink beer fast, you want a shotgun of beer, get it in your body as fast as humanly possible. Get the accessories you need to do that with BeerBongs.com. 20% off by using promo code DMD20. That'll also get you free fucking shipping. Mm. That's a lot of money saved. Yeah. GurglingGore.com. Promo code gurgling dicks you love death metal you love grindcore you love death grind you love mints so you got to get to gurgling gore and pick up all your favorite records t-shirts hats tapes koozies might as well save 10 percent on that shit because you're going anyway promo code gurgling dicks we love you guys yeah man thank you for listening to this we'll fucking see you on the next one man Mm. Ooh.